All right, a couple of you. We get so excited for this Christmas season, and amen, just a lot of exciting things happening. I just want to share with you today why Christmas is good news. I understand that sometimes Christmas can be a, uh, a little stressful. Uh, you know, sometimes we do it to ourselves, don't we? We, we, we? we look at our schedule and we have something every single week, almost every night. We've got so many parties and family get-togethers and uh, ministry events and so many things. Sometimes it can be a little overwhelming. Uh, you got to throw in there the uh, shopping and getting the, that perfect gift and Sometimes people stress over that, and then sometimes a, a, a lack of funds causes you to go into debt. We just passed in the U.S. over a trillion dollars in credit card debt. That's stressful. In this time of year, there's so many things. Uh, there's so many people who are alone in this time. There's so many times that because of love, missing loved ones and things, that this season is not a joyous time. But regardless of what we're going through and, and what we make of it, we need, if I can start right here at the beginning of the year and help you just calm down a little bit and, and realize what Christmas is all about. Christmas is good news. Everybody say good news. And if we can get these points today in our heart, and we can help others. Because what good is good news unless you share it? What if you turned on the news, and they just sat there and looked at you? You, you got to the weather. And they put up the, you know, it's time for the weather. And the weatherman just stood there. I want some news. Tell me how cold it's going to be. It was raining last night. And uh, I, I immediately went to my app and said, okay, I need to know. I need, to, I need some news. And I need some good news. I got good news. 94% chance of rain last night. 3% today. I said, thank you, Jesus. I don't like... I mean, I talk to the Lord all the time about rain on Sunday. He don't listen. I say, Lord, at least let it rain in the afternoon. Because when people wake up and it's raining, they just like to roll back over. Huh? Yeah. But when you turn on the news, you expect news. But you know what? Lately, we don't usually expect good news, do we? So much going on in the world, so much negative, so many wars, so many things happening in our own nation. People fighting one another. Somebody needs to hear some good news. Somebody here this morning, somebody watching me online today needs to hear some good news. And I'm going to give you some. Are you ready? Luke chapter 2. Uh, every year now, I don't get to preach too many Christmas messages. Why well, I got to start early? Uh, I, I'll have a message next week, very short. Uh, as we are in our friends and family day, uh, then the next week is, is our is our program, and then we have one normal Sunday. 
Uh, and I'll have another Christmas message then. And then on our candlelight communion service, Christmas Eve, uh, we'll be here about an hour. We'll have communion together. And we'll just have the, the talk about the story of Jesus. Uh, but I, I wanted to start early. While we're still full of turkey. Is it just me? I had turkey Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I'm probably going to have a turkey sandwich this week sometime. And then we'll take the rest and can you cut it up and make turkey salad? I like that too. But let's, let's, let's jump in here. Good news. Luke chapter 2. We're going to look at a few verses this morning and bring out a few uh, things why the gospel, why Christmas is good news. Let's look at this. Luke chapter 2. This is a new King James. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all of the world should be registered. I, I, I like the New King James because Old King James says taxed. And as soon as you hear that word taxed, that's not good news at all, is it? Everybody had to be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governor in Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up to Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea into the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished for her to be delivered. She brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings, of great joy. It will be to all people. And there, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel, there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace. Good will toward men. That is the Christmas story. That is the gospel. That is good news. Somebody say good news. Why? Why? Is it good news? Number one, we find in verse 10, because he says, it banishes fear. What did the angel say? Fear not. Say it again. Fear not. We live in a time when fear is at an all-time high. People are afraid to go anywhere, do anything. There's so much craziness going on. And if you're not careful, fear can cripple you. Fear is a, an emotion that can freeze you. Fear paralyzes 
many soldiers in the face of battle. Fear paralyzes people in situations where they need courage. Can you remember maybe about junior high? Anybody go to a junior high dance? The boys on one side, the girls on the other. And man, they want to get together, but what is it? Fear. Oh, it's fear. Any clever boys experience that at fear to ask that girl out because what if she says no? Fear. I can remember for my... I say I remember. <laughs> what birthday did we go bungee jumping? 40th. That's been a long time ago. I'm not scared of heights at all. And... Uh, I had no problem going bungee, bungee jumping, and uh, our friends uh, Doug and Dina uh, took us to Dallas, and uh, Doug paid for it, and then we got up there, and uh, he walked out to the end, and boom, jumped off, and you know, and uh, I'm, I'm excited, I'm ready, and I walked right out there to the end like that, and I stood there, and I looked down, and my knees locked. My brain said no. It was snowing. It was freezing cold. Amy and I were standing at the bottom. She was good videoing. And she just kept saying, jump! Jump! The man was counting down. Three, two, one. And I would be, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. I was paralyzed by fear. And the guy behind me, and Doug had come, he got it, he'd come back up there. He's like, you want me to push you? No. I got it. I don't know how many tries it took. But finally, I was able to get my body to overcome what my mind was saying. He said, just fall. You're going head first. Heading right down toward the, look like the pavement, just the mat. All of a sudden, you start slowing down, and then you start coming back up. And, and as I was bouncing back and forth, I was like, that was nothing. I could walk right back up there and jump again. I've done it now. I experienced it. I know what it's like. It's, why was I so scared? It was so dumb. Just fear paralyzed me. And then we went over to the next station, the free fall. And we went twice as high. And they attach you to a harness and you're in it. And then you get there and then they just unhook it and you free fall. Feet into this big net. They should have hooked me up first. They hooked him up first. And I was standing there watching. And as he went down, I saw the look on his face. And I could hear, ah! And I told the guy, just take me down. I'm good. You know, when I got to the bottom, I was so disappointed in myself. I was mad at myself. Why didn't I experience that? Why didn't I do it? There's a net there. The net's going to catch you. But you know what? Fear paralyzes. 
Fear knocks us out of a lot of fun. Fear will rob you of experiencing a lot of fun things in life. But the angel, when he came, he knew that that was their emotion. He knew human emotion. He knew what it was like. And he said, fear not. Did you know over 300 times in the Bible that those words, fear not. God doesn't want you to live in fear. He doesn't want fear to paralyze you and keep you from friendships and relationships and experiencing things. Do not be afraid. Jesus came walking on the water and man, they got scared. It's a ghost. Jesus had to speak and say, don't be afraid. Fear not. Over and over. In Luke chapter 12, he said, Are not five sparrows sold for two farthings? And not one of them is forgotten before God. Fear not, therefore. You are more of more value than many sparrows. God said, nothing, not happens, nothing happens to a bird that I don't know it. And you are worth more. You are my child created in my image. God said, I got you. Fear not. You're worth more than a bird. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Everybody take your right hand, lay it on your head, and say, Lord, give me a sound mind. Now, I know it's not you, but there's a lot of crazy people in the world. They don't have a sound mind. But God wants us to have a sound mind. And a part of a sound mind is to not be afraid of things that can't hurt us. Did you know they say 99.9% of the things people fear never come to pass? Did you know that? So why are we worried and fearing over things that can't hurt us. Hey man, he wants us to not fear because 1 John 4.18 said, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. So I just want you to, there's somebody that you need to share the good news with that they don't have to be afraid. You're going to come across a lot of people this Christmas season that are stressed, that are fearful. They have all kind of fears and you're going to be able to share good news with them and you're going to be able just like the angel to look at them and say fear not and they're going to say well why let me tell you why because Jesus has taken fear away Jesus has come and Jesus is born and Jesus is peace he's not the author of fear why is Christmas good news number two because it brings great joy. Look here, verse number two. He, they said, do not be, a ten, do not be afraid, and behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Everybody say, great joy. Great joy. Listen, I don't just want to have joy, I want to have great joy. This season, amen, should be a time of rejoicing. It should be a time of anticipation. Amen. We should be excited. Amen. Not just to receive, but excited to give. You see, 
you, you notice there? The scripture didn't say, I bring you tidings of great happiness. You see, happiness is just an emotion. Happiness can depend upon your circumstances. But joy comes from deep within. You can be right in the midst of your hardest trial, trouble, and tribulation and still have joy. You may not be happy, but you can have joy. And see, when people lose their joy, it's when they want to end their life. Because there's no hope. There's no joy. Happiness comes and goes. But Jesus brings joy. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Today, Jesus wants to give you great joy right in the midst of that financial issue, that physical issue, that relational issue. Amen. Right in the midst of a world that that is so traumatized. All the things that are happening and going on, it'll steal your happiness. Oh, but it cannot steal your joy. Hold on, because Jesus is alive in you, and He is joy. He comes to bring, not just, it's it's, it's part of the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, and peace. Oh, say, Lord, let that be born in me today. I want to be joyful. Why is Christmas good news? It's good news because, look here, don't be afraid. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to who? All people. Oh, come on. Good news is for everybody. Red, yellow, black, or white, they are precious in His sight. We are created in the image of God, and when Jesus came, He came for everybody. Amen? Or as Brother Dale always says, everybody. Everybody. He came for everybody. Brother Dale got him a new pacemaker put in. We're praying that the hearts are beating just like everybody else's. <laughs> We're praying for his complete restoration. But it's good news. Regardless of your age, your gender, your height, or your lack of it. Your education level. The Bible says, whosoever will, I say, whosoever won't. It doesn't matter. It's still for you. There's people say, I don't believe in God. That's okay. He still believes in you. Did you know that about 200 Muslim men came to Jesus in Gaza last week because all 200 of them had a dream about Jesus the same night? It's happening all over the world. All over the world, Muslims are getting saved because they're having dreams of Jesus and they're coming to a realization, amen, of salvation and they're opening their hearts. Why? Because the good news is for everybody. You don't need to look at people and say, well, I'm not going to share good news with them. I'm not going to tell them because of this or that. No, 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 no. The good news is for everybody. Don't count anybody out. Tell everybody the good news. Jesus came to seek and save that which is lost. There's so many of us 
that we're lost, but Jesus found us. Oh, and there's still those that he's seeking and saving. We're the 99. We're, we're safe in the fold. But Jesus put the 99 up and he went out searching for that one lost sheep. Aren't you glad when you were that one lost sheep, he came looking for you? And today he is still looking. And we've got to give people good news. The gospel, Jesus came for you. But I've got better news. It's also good news because, see, most people have no problem. We can quote the scripture for God so loved the world. We have no problem believing that Jesus came for other people and that Jesus loves them and that Jesus died for them. But I've got good news today. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible tells me so. Oh, the good news. He loves me. He so loved me that he sent his son into the world. Amen. That if I believe in him, I won't perish. We believe it for others. Oh, he loves them. They deserve it. But I've messed up. I've failed. I've sinned. We've all failed in sin and come short. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. There's nothing that you can give Him. Amen. He gave it all for you. That's good news. He loves you. Salvation comes to me. Revelation 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and dine with him and he with me. Listen, Jesus today is knocking on your heart's door. Amen. You say, yes, my family needs it. Yes, my, my spouse, my children, my, my boss, my co-workers, my neighbor. But I'm here to tell you today, he loves you. He has not forgotten about you. He, you. You have not escaped His view. He knows you. He sees you. He sees your struggles. He sees your pain. He sees your heartache. He sees what you're going through right now. And He loves you. And He wants you to know good news. He came. He died. He lived. He loves you as an individual. Somebody say, Jesus loves me he's not mad at me he loves me I don't know about you but that's good news and lastly verse number 11 look at this can we switch to verse 11 for me please Toledo for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior everybody say a Savior see if I was having plumbing issues I'd call Cody he's a plumber if I was having electrical issues I'd call Marcelo he's an electrician if I needed a cabinet built I'd Call Luke. <laughs> if I needed my air conditioner fixed, I call Blake. If I need a fence built, I'll call George. And so many of the rest of you, if I had an issue, I would call you because that's what you specialize in. 
if I needed two faucets put in the ladies' restroom, I'd say, Juan, could, could, Osman, could you, could you do that for me? <laughs> They're in my office. You can put them in after church. He's <laughs> a good plumber. He'd do it. But, but here's the deal. I have a sin problem. A plumber can't fix that. An electrician can't fix my sin problem. I have battery issues. I had to have two new batteries on my, my truck. And Chip hooked me up. O'Reilly's take care of you. But he couldn't take care of my sin problem. When I needed something painted, I, I, I don't need my sin painted over. I, I needed my sin forgiven. I, I, I needed, I was born into sin and formed and created in iniquity and my destiny was hell because of Adam failing and sinning and giving authority over to the enemy. I, I was doomed to a hell and I was separated from God and I needed a Savior. But I was separated and there was no way I could get back to God. But good news came one day. For unto you, there's born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. A Savior was born to a virgin laid in a manger wrapped in swaddling clothes outside of the city, lowly, he came so everyone could receive him. The angels appeared to shepherds. They were considered the lowest. They were looked down on and shunned and thought of as not of any value. But Jesus came. And the first person he told was the shepherds. And they came to see. And the wise men were on the other end of that spectrum. And they saw a star. You see, from the richest to the smartest to the lowest, God is calling to us. He's given us signs. He's put signs in your life. He has given you people. He has given you words. He has given you pastors to tell you the good news. There's a Savior born. And He came to save you. He died for the whole world. He loves the whole world. And He said, I would that none perish, but all come to repentance. But there's many that will still reject Him, still refuse Him. I can't understand it. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine on Christmas morning with, with all the gifts under the tree. I can't imagine leaving one gift with my name on it and saying, nah, I don't want that one. But we do that every year with Jesus. The greatest gift, the Savior, the gift of salvation. Many people turn that gift down. I don't need it. I can, I can do it on my own. There's not enough works you can do to get to heaven. You can't get there on your looks. You can't get there on your talent. 
You can't get there on your money. You can only get there through a Savior. One that paid the penalty for your sin and that loves you. And that if today, if you will receive the good news, it's good news. I've got good news. You don't have to go to hell. You can go to heaven. You can spend eternity with Jesus. He is preparing a place for you that where He is, you can be also. That's good news. And you need to go share that with somebody that don't know it. They're on their way to hell. If they die without Jesus and without accepting that gift, they're going to be eternally separated from God. But you have the good news. And we've got to share it this year. You've got to share it at Walmart. There's some people at Walmart that need Jesus. They'll knock down grandma to get that TV. They, they need to hear some good news. Amen? Come on. Everywhere you go, people on your job need Jesus. I need Jesus. And I'm glad I got good news today. Amen? God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever... Everybody say, whosoever, whosoever. is me. I, I'm a whosoever. He said that if I would believe in Him, if I would confess with my mouth, believe in my heart, that God raised Jesus from the dead, I would be saved. I don't know about you. That's good news. That's good news, Rachel. Good to see you. She had to come get a little bit of warmth before she goes back to the snow. That's good news. It doesn't matter how old you are, young or old, rich or poor, white, black or brown, yellow, pink, polka dotted. If you're polka dotted, you might need to go to the doctor. <laughs> you might have the measles or something. Let's go take care of them polka dots. But listen, Jesus loves you. This is, good. This is a good season. This is a time. Let's not stress. Let's don't be afraid. Let's hear the, the Lord speak today and say, fear not. What, what are you afraid of? What are you struggling with? What's got you anxious? Listen, the good news, yes, is for everybody. And we need to share it with everybody. But the good news is for me today. It's for you. I want you to get it today. I don't have to be afraid. I can be at peace. I have a Savior, and because I have a Savior, I have eternal life. What do I have to fear? We're not even a... See, when, when, when you have Christ as your Lord and Savior, we don't even fear death. Because to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. We're not promised tomorrow. Somebody goes out into eternity every second. My question for you today... When your second comes up, are you ready? Have you received the good news? Have you accepted the free gift of salvation? Do you know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior? Are there some areas in your life that you need to recommit to Him, to dedicate? Are there some fears today that you need 
to allow him to take out of your life? Are there some habits and addictions that he needs to help you overcome? Oh, he wants to do that for you. He loves you. He loves you just the way you are. But he loves you too much to leave you that way. Aren't you glad? Somebody say amen. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, give Jesus a hand clap today. Heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Just between you and the Lord, I want you just to search your heart for a moment. And say, Lord, is there fear in my life? Am I afraid of things? Am I afraid of people? Am I afraid of my future? Am I afraid of eternity? Lord, today there's those today that are fearful of their future because they don't have peace. They don't have hope in Jesus as Lord and Savior. If you're in this building, if you're watching online and you say, Pastor, I'm afraid to die. I I, I don't know what my future holds. Today, I, I need to hear the Lord say, fear not to me. Today, I believe the good news that Jesus came, born in a manger, lived a sinless life, died on the cross for me, but He rose again. And today, He's seated at the right hand of God, praying for me. And one day, He is coming back to get me. I want to be ready. I don't want to be afraid of that day, whether it be by death, whether He comes back. For me in person, I want to be ready. Today, I want to put fear aside and I need peace to come into my heart. I believe that the good news is for me personally. And for my family, my friends, my neighbors, and for everyone. But today, I want to receive this free gift so that I can share it with others. If you're here today, you say, Pastor, I've never... Received the free gift of salvation. But today, I want to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. With every heads bowed and eyes closed, just between you and the Lord, would you say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to receive Jesus as my Savior. Would you slip your hand up right where you're at? Is there anyone? Yes, 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 yes. All of the building, I see those hands. Jesus sees those hands. He loves you today. Would you pray with me? Would you pray with me, church? Say, Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for the good news. You came, born to this world for me, a Savior. I need a Savior. Today I confess my sins. I ask Jesus to forgive me of all of my sins. I receive Jesus and the free gift of salvation into my life. Jesus, be my Lord, be my Savior, be my friend. I give you my life. Use me. I'll do what you want me to do. I'll go where you want me to go. I'll say what you want me to say. 
I'll be who you've called me to be. Jesus, thank you for this good news. Help me share it with everyone around me. Thank you. Father, today I just pray for every person in this building that prayed that prayer and every person online at home, Father, in their car and in a, in a jail cell, in a hospital room, Lord, that prayed and said, Jesus, come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. Today, something supernatural has taken place. The Prince of Peace has come in. The Savior of the world has come in into their life and has overcome their fear. I pray for peace for their future, hope and joy. I pray you deliver them from every habit and addiction. Thank you their sins are forgiven and they are on their way to heaven. In Jesus' name, I call them blessed. And everybody shouted a big amen. Come on, give Jesus a big hand clap today. Amen. We love you. We're so excited about next week. Come on. There's going to be toys from one side of the stage to the other. And we're going to have a day of rejoicing. Amen. We're going to see more people give their heart to Jesus. Amen. And receive that free gift. And uh, what an exciting. Don't miss anything in December. Pick up a calendar. Be a part of everything happening. And uh, let's just go share. Will anybody go share the good news with somebody this week? Come on, let's go take the good news and share it with the world. Pastor Marcelo. Make sure when you go to a fast food and a drive-thru, if you see our car there, say, hey, I will pay for that guy there in the front. But I, I have been seeing some uh, mural that uh, they, they put a... Uh, 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 a paper there for they don't see nobody. But it's not you. I know that's not you. Let's let's stand up. Let's go home. And uh, for those who is, uh, if it's your first time here, you know, we have uh, our Hispanic service on every Sunday, 9 o'clock. It's upstairs on the youth group room. So you're more than welcome. And everything there in Spanish, Portuguese, and whatever language we can find. Amen. <clears throat> Lord bless and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you, be gracious to you. The Lord lifted up his countenance and upon you and give you peace. Lord, and thank you. Thank you for you came to save us, Lord. And thank you for the Savior that lives in our heart, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We love you.